We're live and hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, it is Over the Line, brand new edition. What is up? What is happening? So glad you are here with me watching this video. It's very exciting, very exciting to know you're watching this. Hope you're as excited as I am. Uh, missed a show yesterday. Most of you that keep up with the show on a daily basis, you know we had no show yesterday. And that is 100% my fault, as I had a really bad day. Like, real bad day, in the sense of crying in the shower kind of bad day. And if, if you've ever seen a grown man cry in the shower, you know how bad that is. It's not. It's not good. It's not a good look. It's not good for your reputation if you're a tough guy. And um, it's just something I would not admit to other than on this podcast that everybody watches. <clears throat> so, that's what happened to me yesterday. But with last night, with the debates, the VP debate, Kamala Harris, Mike Pence, head-to-head, it was huge. And I hope you watched it. It was really good. Now, if you're going to say, Andrew, who do you think won? Well, you, you know who I thought won. Mike Pence demolished Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris came off as snooty, as uh, Hillary Clinton 2.0, the laughing, the, uh, Mr. Vice President, I'm talking, that whole thing. It's a turnoff for Americans. I don't care if you think Mike Pence was mansplaining or manspreading or whatever. It, it, Kamala Harris did herself no favors with that nasty attitude, which is probably the same nasty attitude she had when locking up countless black men for nonviolent crimes that was the last face that a lot of black men saw b uh, before they went to the slammer and and never got out or had to stay over their prison sentence because kamala harris wanted the forced jail labor so it was exciting one thing we found out a lot of stuff we found out that kamala harris has no problem with perpetrating lies that have been debunked over and over, like Donald Trump saying good people on both sides, referring to white supremacists, uh, Donald Trump calling Mexicans rapists and, and criminals, and we know that's not true, and him, you know, just, it's the same thing over and over and over. We know. We, we know. we know it's not true, and Kamala Harris apparently has no problem with Stating that. I mean, I'm not going to go through all of Kamala Harris's lies because there's so many. But Mike Pence, props to him for stepping up. And props to him for continuing to push the question of if you become vice president and Joe Biden becomes president, are you guys going to pack the courts if we seat Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court? It's a simple question. Yes or no, this is something you would know. I mean, you don't even have to give a solid yes or no. You can give, well, we're willing to do that, or no, we're not willing to do that. Just something, lukewarm, doesn't matter. Just give an answer. And anybody that watched it and paid attention and tried to read the two candidates, they know that Kamala Harris refused to answer that question. So finally, today... Joe Biden was put in a position, he was standing in front of reporters, taking some questions, and, and lo and behold, surprisingly, one of the reporters decided to ask again, hey, you guys are refusing to answer this question, so can we 
Uh, can we get an answer out of you for the American people? People want to know. It's a pretty important thing. And you ask Andrew, what, why is, is packing the court, as they call it, why is it a big deal? It, it, why, why should we worry that much about it? Well, one, because if you're setting the standard of whoever's in power gets to throw some more seats on the Supreme Court, Democrats are going to be president forever. They're not going to be in power forever. So what happens when the other side gets in there and they decide they want to do the same thing and add more seats? It's not going to be good for your gimmick, is it? No. But also, it would fundamentally transform one of the three branches of government. And while we have nine seats on the court now, if you add, if you move it to 11, then 13, then 25, then 50, it does nothing but turn into a another politically divided branch of government and you can't do that you'll never get anything done you do not want to take the supreme court and have it look like the house of representatives or the senate could you imagine then you will really be worried about who's liberal and who's conservative on the court because that will dictate the entire country and then you're putting politicians on there not just judges and it's just a big mess it's a bad idea so the reporters at this presser went to Joe Biden. They said, Joe Biden, former vice president, could you please tell us, are you wanting to pack the court if Amy Coney Barrett gets nominated? Simple question. All he's got to do is answer. So let's see what Joe Biden, as he was with Kamala Harris, what exactly they had to say. They'll know my opinion of court packing when the election is over. Now look, I know it's a great question, y'all, and I don't blame you for asking. But you know, the moment I answer that question, the headline in every one of your papers will be about that. Other than, other than focusing on what's happening now. So his answer, you heard that. Let me play it one more time for you in case you missed it. He came out of the gate hot. Listen to this. You'll know my opinion on court packing when the election is over. Now look. You'll know my opinion on court packing when the election is over. Does, does that does that soothe anybody's anybody's mind? Does does that ease your mind at all? Knowing that you won't find out before the election, you can find out after if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are willing to pack the court. Is that, is that what you want? So that's where we're at with uh, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They, they are not faring well. And when it comes down to it, the debates between Trump and Biden or Pence and Harris, these are not for people like myself who I've decided who I'm voting for. Same thing goes for Joe Biden supporters. Those debates are not for them. Can you change some minds with the debates? Of course you can't. But those debates are for the undecided voter. The voter that maybe voted Hillary Clinton last time, or third party, and now is trying to decide, did Trump do such as bad of a job as, as I was afraid he would, or did he do a good job, or is Biden the change we need? Same thing. People that voted for Trump in 2016, maybe they're not happy with the job, and they're trying to see if the grass is greener on the other side. Those are the people watching the debate that matter to these people, to the candidates. And for them, things like 
You'll know my stance after the election. That kind of stuff matters to them. That matters to them on whether or not they're going to vote for you. Because they don't want to know after the election. They don't want to find out when it's too late. They want to know before. They don't have time to wait. They're making a decision. I don't know who in the world advised Joe Biden that that would be a good idea to answer that question in that fashion. But it's a boneheaded move. And it's not going to help him or Kamala Harris at all. So that was the debate last night. I hope you enjoyed it. But something I realized today is that we are in the midst of a war in this country. A war like we've never seen. A war where Americans are pitted against Americans. Neighbor against neighbor. And it is one of the most ruthless wars we have seen in this country since the Civil War. And that war is the Great Meme War of 2020. That's right. The Great Meme War of 2020. Where we are seeing a vast number of memes and posts created with a political agenda behind them to attack the other side in such a fashion that it could damage them in ways no other weapon can. In 2020, a meme is worth a thousand words. A meme can take a fact, make a point, and change a person's mind. A meme can also be absent of facts and still settle in into a person's head like a fly on Mike Pence's head and change their mind. That's why the great meme war of 2020 is so important. But the most important thing to know about the great meme war of 2020, Democrats are losing big time. Democrats are being obliterated on the battlefield in the great meme war of 2020. Let me show you some examples. I don't know when the last time you saw a meme that was an anti-Trump meme and you thought, man, that's a really good point. But I haven't seen one in a long time. I don't know that I've ever seen one. Not one that made a good point. Also, it's not that just conservatives or Trump supporters are good at making memes. They are winning this war not just against the opponent, but against big tech, against censorship, against fact-checking. You ever seen an anti-Trump meme be fact-checked? No, you have not. Because they don't do it. They're on the side of the left. They're only fact-checking your memes. Shadow banning your memes. So as you go into battle for the meme war of 2020, you know that Big Tech, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they're constantly trying to take your weapons of war away from you. But let's take a gander. Because today, after... The vice presidential debate, some insanely good memes have been produced, such as this one. And if you look closely, 
It is a beautiful mosaic of Kamala Harris, but it's not just any mosaic. It is a mosaic of all the black men she locked up and kept in prison past their release date for the forced jail labor. You can look closely, see right there. Each one of these is a mugshot of a black man getting sent to prison in California for nonviolent crimes. Only Trump supporters and conservatives could put a meme like that together. And that actually may have been produced during the primaries against the left, but judging by the standards of the left and how they meme, I would say the chances of that are the, the, the chances of them producing that meme are slim to none. That's got Trump weapons written all over it. Then you go over here. You remember the cartoon Johnny Quest? The guy, there's a character on there. His name is um, something, something Racer, Mike Racer, Rob Racer. Well, this is that character. And they took a screenshot from that cartoon. And it's Mike Pence showing what part of Africa Kamala Harris is from. <laughs> India. That is one of the best memes I've seen all day. Then you keep moving on, moving on. There's me talking about the Great Meme War. The left will be known as histories as losers of the Great Meme War, and, and it's not even over, but I'm already calling the battle. This one's not anti-left, but this is pro-Trump. This is enough to gain him supporters just because of the fact he's throwing up blood. And some of my older listeners and followers... They read that and they thought, oh, oh my goodness, he's really throwing up blood. That's awful. But no, he's actually, if you see, he's throwing up gang signs, throwing up blood. You get it? You're right following me there? I just want to make sure we're on the same page. That was one of the better memes I've seen over the past few weeks. And then you keep moving. You keep on moving, 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 moving. And this one, we didn't believe it at first. But when we slowed down the footage from last night's debate, look at what we saw. Look at this. Kamala Harris, the reptilian, snatching the fly from Mike Pence's head. Stunning. Stunning. I could not believe it when I saw it. And then you move on, last but not least. But even the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head is leaving the Democrat Party. Hashtag walk away. Hashtag fly away stunning absolutely stunning and the great meme war will continue will continue on nothing will slow it down and the the the, the conservatives the trump supporters they will win that meme war there's no doubt in my mind it will go and go and go until there is only one team left and that team will be decided the morning of November 4th, 2020, at the end of the Great Meme War, whoever's representative becomes president, that's who wins the Great Meme War of 2020. Get ready, because you do not want to be the loser in this war. But the victor, victory will be sweet, and it will be celebrated all across this beautiful, beautiful land.
That's it for Over the Line. Make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Hit the bell notification. Facebook, Over the Line. Uh, Twitter, at Andrew McLean Who. On Parlor at Andrew McLean Who. Make sure you add all of us as we commence to the great meme war of 2020 and we win this battle. Until then, see you, Cole.